This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Coming to you a little bit later this morning because uh, my wife and I and my sister went to see a Reliant K concert. If you're a child of the ni- late 90s, early 2000s, and you uh, were involved in Christian circles, you probably know about Reliant K. Certainly an excellent band. I enjoyed the concert. Even as most of us are at the concert, are now moms and dads who had to find babysitters for our kids. But we got back a little bit later, and so this podcast is coming to you a little bit later today. Wanted to talk a little bit today about a potential Jose Ramirez contract extension. Paul Hoynes posted an article last night for the Cleveland for Cleveland.com about the potential of a Jose Ramirez extension. He was talking about how the team and Jose Ramirez agents have been meeting and they've been comparing contracts of other free agents that are comparable to Jose Ramirez. Uh, Predictably, he said that Jose Ramirez agents have presented different players as comparable than the team has. I don't read a ton into that because that's how negotiations go. The team's going to be a little more conservative in their comparisons, and Jose Ramirez's team is going to be a little more aggressive in their comparisons. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle, although it's hard to imagine too many players being better than Jose Ramirez. But they, uh, Hoyne said that the front office was planning on taking these numbers back to Paul Dolan and then continuing conversations from there, and it could be an interesting week for Jose Ramirez contract talks. Now, I continue to be pretty pessimistic about the idea that the team will extend Jose Ramirez. Not that I don't want them to, not that I don't think that it would make sense, but it just seems kind of unbelievable that they would give out the kind of contract it's going to need to be able to get him to sign here. And I don't believe that Jose Ramirez is going to take a huge hometown discount, maybe a very slight one, not that he has to, but his agent made a deal with him with a team when Jose Ramirez was young that looks terrible now because Jose Ramirez is one of the best players in baseball. So I kind of think his agent's going to try to make sure that he gets that money back with this one, meaning Jose and the agent get their money back with this extension, which makes perfect sense and no judgment on him for doing that because you know he should get the value that he deserves to get paid according to what the game has. Again, don't tell me about how teachers and firefighters and police officers should be paid more. Totally agree. The issue is how much money that baseball brings in and whether the players who produce the value that creates that money should get a bigger portion of it. That's really the issue here. And Jose Ramirez should be fairly compensated for the value he brings in to the franchise for which he plays, whatever franchise that is. Now, Jose Ramirez is my all-time favorite guardian. I just love watching him play baseball. I love everything about his game. He's an incredible player. I feel like he's got a good chance to last as a valuable player for a long time. 
I know there's people who have concerns about the fact that he's a, a smaller guy, and smaller guys tend to break down, but it seems like, you know, as what we've seen so far, that he's been able to kind of keep that value. And with how quick his wrists are, I feel like even if he loses value in the field, he's going to be a great DH for someone and still put up some great offensive numbers at some point. And I feel like that's going to be a good bit down the road. Now, as I look at comparable extensions, comparable contracts, I, this offseason, kind of zeroed in on Freddie Freeman, who signed a six-year, $162 million deal with the Dodgers. Now, uh, Freeman I like to look at because he is listed as a year older than Jose Ramirez, and he, um, almost exactly, they were both born in September, about a year apart. So Jose is going to be about a year older than Freeman when he reaches free agency. So that's kind of good to look at. And you look at their projections, Freeman's projected to be about one win less valuable than Jose Ramirez each year. So it's kind of similar in value, but Jose Ramirez with some more value. So when I look at that, I say, okay, it's probably going to take at least $8 million in average annual value for Jose Ramirez to sign a contract here more than what Freddie Freeman got paid. So you think about that. And Freddie Freeman got about $27 million. So Jose is going to get about $35 million. But then you can take into account that Jose has already got a couple years here. And there's the risk of that. Hey, the team has control over me for two years. And something could go wrong. You know, I could have an injury. Uh, there's, there's risk for Jose and for the team in that. So if you take the deal that he currently has, it isn't going to pay him that much money, $11 million this year. I think it's $16 million next year. So if you take that current deal and tear it up, I think you can probably get Jose's average annual value down to around $28 million, but maybe 30, 28 to $30 million is probably where I'd put it. So if you extend, if you take these two years he has coming and you extend him for, I think it's probably got to be at least seven years, could be six maybe, but probably at least seven years, make it a total nine million, nine year deal at $28 million. Uh, you know that's where you're looking at. That's where you're looking at a, a, a contract getting you pretty close to 250 million dollars, somewhere around there. And of course, if you're looking at um, a contract where it's 30 million dollars a year, it's 270 million dollars total. Hard to imagine the team giving out that contract because they've never given out anything close to that for that many years. Now I wish they would. I think they should. I think you got some years of, of uh, stability coming up here. You got the CBA in place. You got a new owner coming on. There's not a better investment to make than in Jose Ramirez, who is a top five player in baseball and has been for the past five years. So I, it makes perfect sense to me to say this is the face of our franchise. Fans can know that he's here. For one thing, it would change the entire narrative on this offseason and on the team. The entire narrative about this team is that they don't care about their fans. Just check out a recent thread I had about season ticket holders on Twitter where I had so many season ticket holders talking about how they just don't get anything from the team and it's kind of like a prison sentence to be a season ticket holder, which is ridiculous. And I want to do a podcast about that sometime where I talk and plead with the team to care for season ticket holders and give them small perks that cost absolutely no money. Just makes 
Dolans look so cheap and so inattentive to the th- small things they can do to make the team money, which is par for the course as far as PR goes. It's just terrible. I mean, the team, I think, and I believe, does a great job putting a good product on the field, does a great job scouting, does a great job developing players. All of that is crucial and part of being a successful franchise. But as far as like the, the little stuff that they can do to make things better for fans, to make this the class of the league as far as franchises go, to make this the team in Cleveland that everybody wants to go to their games because of all the great stuff they do and all the great stuff they provide for families and season tick holders, they are an abject failure. And the... Uh, marketing and public relations is just terrible with this team. And I don't know why they don't give some more attention to it. I mean, hey, if you guys want to hire me to put some attention on it and give me a six-figure salary, that's all I'll ask, call me up and I'll consider it because I don't think it's going to take that much attention to detail for this to make it happen. And there's got to be tons of people out there who will be willing to do it. So I'm happy with my job right now, and I'm happy with where I am and, and where God's placed me. But I'm somebody somebody out there is called to that job, and they need to look for them and try to put them in place and improve that. But to get back to Jose Ramirez, the team is always saying, and Dolan has said, and Antonetti has said, and Chernoff has said, we're not going to give out huge contracts because it's going to limit our payroll flexibility to improve the team, to keep a competitive team on the field. If we give out a big long-term contract, it's going to really restrict the amount of improvements we're able to make to put a competitive team on the field, and our goal is to be competitive for the playoffs and the division every year. Well, this is a perfect example of a year where they should have plenty of payroll flexibility. They have a payroll around $50 million. Jose Ramirez is the one who makes the most on the team, and he's only making $11 million this year with an option for next year. They don't have long-term commitments, and they have used none of that payroll flexibility to improve this team. Instead, they've said, oh, we want to make sure that we can see our young players play. And that makes sense on the offensive side, and I could I could work with that. But it, again, makes no sense on the pitching side, where we're kind of thin at starting pitcher, believe it or not. And it would be great to sign a starting pitcher to have there as a depth option, especially where at the beginning of this year, you're going to have more than five people in the rotation because you're going to have piggyback starters, so you can make a starter work and have some coverage for in case you have injuries which are no doubt going to happen because of the shortened spring training and no nothing's been done to improve that but biggest of all as i mentioned over and over the bullpen has no veteran presence except brian shaw which is fine but you need more than that and there's not a bunch of young arms that are ready to come up and take that spot and also we know that tito doesn't want to use those young arms he wants to use guys who you can trust Plenty of pitchers this offseason have been signed to reasonable major league deals for one year that the Guardians could have been in on and didn't pursue, and I cannot figure out why because they absolutely should have the payroll flexibility to sign like an Adam Adovino, a Jake Diekman, those kind of guys. They absolutely should have the payroll flexibility to pursue them, and they did not. So if the team comes back and gives through their PR agents like Paul Hoynes, oh, hey, we just don't want to limit the payroll flexibility of future teams to keep the teams competitive. It just doesn't add up with everything that they haven't done this offseason. Personally, if I was Paul Dolan and I was checking on people and how people felt in the organization, how fans felt, which I don't think he cares about whatsoever, but if I was, 
I would get a clear message that Jose Ramirez cha- signing changes everything about this offseason. Extending him and saying he's going to be a guardian for life would bring such joy and happiness to this franchise, to its fans, to change the narrative about, hey, Dolans won't spend, Dolans are cheap, hey, the team doesn't really care about their fans, to say Jose Ramirez is going to be here. You can count on it. Here's his no-trade clause. Here's the amount of money we're going to pay him. It's the biggest contract we've ever given out. It sends a message to other free agents across the league that are calling the Guardians cheap and don't see them as serious players for their services, that, hey, we will sign players with value. We will keep our players. It kind of corrects the issue of trading Carlos Carrasco. So these are all things that would be able to happen if you signed Jose Ramirez. So there's a huge amount of other benefits, intrinsic benefits, besides just having Jose Ramirez on your team for the next seven, nine years, which is already a huge benefit. But again, I have no confidence that the team will actually do this. I can't imagine them handing out a contract like that, even though it makes perfect sense to me and they would get immense value back for something like that. Signing Jose Ramirez at $28 million average annual value, if you could do that, would be a fantastic deal. Be a good deal for Jose, be a good deal for the team. Signing him at $30 million, as I point out, is also going to be a great deal for the team and for Jose Ramirez. I try to be optimistic and hope that it could happen this week, but I just can't see it because of how this team has acted recently. And that's not going to change how I root for them. It's not going to change that I'm going to love this team and love seeing Jose Ramirez play for them. But I just wish they could take a bigger perspective on this and see how much difference it would make if they would extend him. So we'll continue to watch and see. We'll we'll find out what develops. We'll appreciate what happens in the season and turn our attention to looking forward to the on-field product and and excited about what's going to happen for the team. Um, See that Gabriel uh, Gabriel Arias and Stephen Kwan are still with the team, even as others got sent to minor league camp. So hopefully they're going to make the roster. Hopefully we're going to see Bradley Zimmer get cut, get some of these other guys that are a little bit older, get pushed to the bench or off the team so that we can see some of these younger guys get some at-bats. That's what I'm hoping for right now, primarily over-hoping for a Jose extension because I feel like I'd be letting myself kind of get up to eventually get disappointed, but I hope I'm wrong, and and I'm always somebody that is willing to look at the bright side. Uh, Jose wants to stay here. His agents want to make that work. If the team can just respond, if Dolan can just say, all right, we'll take a little risk, then it could happen. So we'll just have to wait and see. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.